Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. What if there was a single tool that could help the world eat better? A tool that would show you all the plant-based foods you loved, customized just for you, with thoughts and recommendations from some of the biggest plant-based celebrities and chefs out there. Wonder no more, my friends. Today, we're talking to the founders of Lighter, Alexis and Micah, and this is Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, what's going on? Thank you so much for being here. This is Corey, and if it's your first time hearing us, then thank you so much for tuning in and spending some time with me. Now, of course, we have some wonderful, wonderful, amazing women as guests today. We'll get to them in a second, but first, I wanted to say hi. My name is Corey. I'm a husband, I'm a father of three, and I'm a plant-based athlete. And each week, I get to talk to some of the most inspiring people I can find to help me stay motivated, to stay fit, eat healthy, and get the most out of life as a busy parent. See, for me, finding time to work out, eat healthy, quick meals for me and my family, and spend quality time together, well, that can really, really be difficult, especially when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these awesome folks, that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration that you can try in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Now, as you know, this show would not be possible without some of our amazing sponsors, so I have to give them a mention. Our first sponsor this week is Health IQ. Have you guys heard about this? We all know that we need life insurance, of course, but when it comes to those health evaluations that you get, the screenings that you have to get to see if you'll be granted coverage, well, we're all different. Some of us choose to make healthier choices than others, and we should be rewarded for that, right? Well, look, the good folks at Health IQ are out to change the life insurance industry. In fact, they've partnered with insurance providers around the country to bring lower rates to those of us who choose to have a high health IQ. Now, what does that mean? Well, things like exercising and eating more fruits and veggies and even doing yoga can help you get a more affordable rate for you and your family. Now, it all starts by visiting healthiq.com slash leangreendad, and you can start with a Health IQ quiz. So make sure, again, you visit them online, healthiq.com slash leangreendad to get your quiz started today, get a quote, and start reaping the benefits of lower life insurance costs. I also have to give a huge shout out to our local partner, Smart Fitness. Andrew Noble is my buddy over there who runs Smart Fitness, and he has a slow style workout that uses resistance training to get your results that you need. 20 minutes, twice a week, that's all you need to make Smart Fitness work for you. Let me tell you, the workouts are killer. In a good way though, they're not too hard, but they push you. And if you live in Central Florida, make sure you visit them online at gosmartfitness.com. Again, that's gosmartfitness.com to get your first session and evaluation completely free. Finally, I have to give a huge shout out to my friends at Culture City. Now, Culture City was voted one of the top 10 nonprofits in the country. They are the official nonprofit partner of Lean Green Dad, and they are centered around helping children and families 
living with autism through not only awareness, but acceptance initiatives. Well, these initiatives help those families living with autism, but at the same time, they push for acceptance on a larger scale with the general public. Now, because we're all a bit more accepting to those around us who might be a little bit different, this is gonna make the world a better place. Visit them online at culturecity.org. That's culture with a K, culturecity.org. Love those guys. All right, I think that's enough talking from me. Let's uh, let's talk about our guests today, shall we? Two amazing women, Alexis Fox and Micah Risk. Now, Alexis was a and is a lawyer. She has a degree in animal protection. She also worked for the Humane Society of the United States. Uh, Micah, on the other hand, is a nutritionist and an ultra marathoner, and more importantly, a mom, a mom to a young girl. So we've got lots to talk about with them. Um, Lighter is just an amazing, amazing tool that I'm really excited for you to learn about. So let's get right into it. It is my interview with Alexis and Micah on Lean Green Dad Radio. Here we go. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. And as I said, we have two wonderful ladies joining us today. We have Alexis Fox and Micah Risk. They are the team that founded Lighter, which is bringing plant-based food to you and everyone else in the world. Welcome to the show, ladies. Thanks. so much for having us. We're happy to have you. In fact, uh, Alexis, I got to meet you over at Plantstock at the Esselstyn Farm. Mm. Uh, a couple months ago. What a, what an incredible experience that was, huh? Oh, it was beautiful, and I didn't want to leave. I wanted the Esselstyn to adopt us. Yes, yes, me too. In fact, I loved the, there was a panel up there where they were talking about how it's it's easy to eat this way when you're an adopted Esselstyn, meaning the husbands and wives that have married Esselstyns in, in, over the years. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, so. And, it was cute. And, and Micah, it's my first time um, technically meeting you virtually over the uh, over the sound waves. But thank you so much for for coming on the show. I have a ton of respect for you, you know, being a mama and also uh, being a nutritionist and ultra marathoner. I mean, what what do you not do, Micah? <laughs> uh, well, thank you so much. I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to ask you some questions too. It seems like you have some uh, a whole bunch of knowledge to share as well. <laughs> Well, I want to start by, you know, talking about what Lighter is. I know that uh, I've been to the website, I've checked it out, and I think it's awesome. In fact, I'm I'm building my profile uh, with uh, Kaylee right now, so it's going to be up pretty soon uh, as one of those busy parents. But um, Alexis, right. I'll, well, thank you. And uh, Alexis, just kind of start off on, uh, you know, and you know, your background, obviously, you've been with the Humane Society, uh, you have a law degree, in animal protection and everything else, just wonderful combination of expertise that you both have that kind of came up with this lighter idea. But um, I, I guess, Alexis, kind of lead us in and tell me what lighter is and, and how it started. Sure. So lighter is a powerful platform that helps the world eat better. So we tell people what food to buy and how to throw meals together based on the recommendations of leading healthcare providers and other uh, health gurus like you, super parents and athletes and many others. Um, and the way that we 
came to Build Lighter is that Micah and I were both on a mission to help the world eat better and eat a plant-based diet. We came at it from very, very different perspectives, but we both ended up realizing that one of the best ways that we can help the world eat better is through technology. We've seen technology make so many parts of our lives easier. Um, it's easy to call a car in Boston by calling an Uber or a Lyft. It's easy to find a place to stay in almost any city in the world by using Airbnb. And these incredible technologies have disrupted uh, traditional large industries. And we thought, well, why couldn't we do that with technology? Perhaps we can use technology to make it far easier for someone to transition from the standard American diet, which is leading to chronic disease and environmental degradation, to a plant-based diet, which leads to health and a better planet for all of us. I love it. I love so, it. It's, it's beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Well, so my background is um, I've cared about this issue for my entire adult life. Um, and I can get into the details later, so I don't take up too much time. But it is true that the first way I thought I could make a difference uh, soon after graduating from college was to become a lawyer. Um, and yet I realized that uh, there are just not enough laws on the books that do what I hope the world will do. And so after being a lawyer for a little bit, I went into working in legislation and um, then realized that that was taking a long time. And that's where I was lucky enough to meet the brilliant Micah Risk. And we started lighter. And we're going to get really deep into question number three and everything that just happened in Massachusetts. And congratulations oh, on that. I am just so, Thank you. so happy about that. We'll talk about that in a second. But Micah, let's talk about you. And, uh, you know, when when you think about this lifestyle and transitioning into a plant-based lifestyle, it, I always talk about the three things. You're, you're either doing it for the planet or the animals, uh, or you're doing it for maybe athletic performance or, or health reasons. And, um, you know, the cool thing about eating this way is no matter which thing you choose, you're winning. I mean, it, it's a it's a great thing. So for you, Micah, what, what was it about? Because I know that, I mean, you know, hello, Miss Cover of Runner's World magazine multiple times. <laughs> like, you know, like it, was it athletic for you first and then it kind of evolved for you? Or was it all three right out the gate for you? Mm. Uh, well, honestly, the first... The first thing that made me really think about food and diet and my impact on, on the world was uh, seeing some undercover footage of a factory farm. And I, I just could not believe that that's where food came from. And mm. so I started digging into it more. I was still in high school, like in the middle of North Carolina, like hog country. And, uh, and I, for the first time ever, was seeing more, you know, deep inside the food system. <clears throat> and I just, I couldn't believe it. It, it shook up everything for me. So I, I, I dug into it some more and then learned about, uh, the relationship to disease and health and health outcomes and longevity. And, uh, you know, the leading killers in America are largely diet related and preventable. And it's just, it's a complete shame that, that is the case. 
and and then learned about the environmental effects and of course it's been incredibly detrimental to the environment in the eastern part of the state in North Carolina and and many other parts uh, of the world and so it seemed you know like you said it's kind of a trifecta and and it's a once you put all those pieces together it's kind of a no brainer um, back then I was playing soccer competitively and went on to play college soccer and didn't find running until later, but I found that I had more energy. Um, food was fun actually for the first time in my life. I, I had a lot, I found a lot of joy in food and finding new vegan food and kind of exploring that part of life for the first time. And, uh, and I found that it was helpful ultimately, uh, in terms of my athletic performance. So, um, that, that definitely helped. Yeah. Transitioning from soccer to running. I mean, that's like pretty much the same thing to me. I mean, how many miles does a soccer player run in one game? <laughs> it's like five miles or something yeah. easy. Yeah. Un- yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, yeah. congrats on that. Um, l- let's, let's get into that, that question three that just happened in Massachusetts, Alexis. I know that, you know, you talked about, um, you know, helping out with legislature and, and being an attorney and everything else, that had to be a huge win. I mean, just for everything on your Facebook, you had to be involved in that in some way. Is that right? Yeah. So uh, when I mentioned that I I worked on legislation before Finding Lighter, I was working on that bill in Massachusetts. Amazing. So, um, yeah. So uh, uh, it was tough to get it passed in the legislature because the Senate president had the one battery cage facility in Massachusetts in his district (sighs) and it just wasn't going to go to the floor for a vote. And um, so I uh, knew that we were going to go to the ballot and there were an incredible group of people working on that bill, Um, just diehard animal lovers who wanted to make sure that farm animals would have enough space in their cages to be able to stand up, lie down, turn around, and extend their limbs. Um, And that's what they did. They made it illegal to buy animal products, so eggs, um, veal from baby calves, and um, pork that comes from mama pigs that are put in a gestation crate. They made those three practices illegal in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts, and they also made it illegal uh, for large suppliers to sell into Massachusetts uh, who use those practices. So it's a, a huge victory for farm animals, not just in Massachusetts, but all over the country. Yeah. And let's talk about how that affects other parts of the country. I mean, obviously, other places that are cattle heavy are looking at this and going, oh, boy. You know, what, what is this going to mean for me? And it's, it's eye-opening for them. Uh, at the same time, it, it, how, do, how do we get it to spread? I mean, how do we get this type of legislature in, in other states, not just in Massachusetts? Well, uh, I think there's, there's two things to think about on that front. One is um, this will have an impact in other states because farms that use those practices in other states, those are uh, battery cages for egg-laying hens, gestation crates for pork and veal crates will not be able to sell their products into Massachusetts. So it it does impact them all over the country. Mm. Um, And yet I think we have to stay very vigilant now, especially with the change in government, because um, there's federal legislation that could potentially overturn some of that work. So Mm. now it's our job to not only try and advance the, the, um, the protections that we've already 
put in place through hard-fought ballot measures, but also to defend that territory with this new administration. Um, and that's one of the reasons that I'm actually um, so fired up about what you're doing and what we're doing with LIGHTER, because ultimately we're working to uh, enable people to change consumer behavior. And um, no matter what happens in the legislature, if we can spread the word about how a plant-based diet is good for our health, is good for the planet, and is good for animals, and we can provide people with tools that make it easy for people who have heard that message to then make the transition, then um, we've made an enormous impact no matter what happens uh, with our government. And so that's what Micah and I have really built is a tool that enables people to be able to hear about, hear you on Lean Green Dad, and I can't wait for you to have a profile, um, and say, you know what, that Corey guy is amazing, and he's got this amazing family that just looks like such a fun group to be around. Uh, I'd love to know what he eats, and then just to be able to click a button and get your recommendations for what people should be able to able to eat customized for them and their family, and then in certain parts of the country have the groceries delivered. That kind of technology, um, and of course we're part of a much bigger group of companies that are working to make it easier for people to eat a plant-based diet, that technology gives me a lot of hope uh, as we move forward into the next four years. I love it. You know, we, we talk about this, I feel like right now eating a vegan or a plant-based diet, whatever you want to call it, is getting a lot easier. I mean, you, just a few years ago, it was difficult or uh, just just harder to find plant-based products in the grocery store. But now you're seeing some of the largest dairy companies that I think is the third largest dairy company in the world purchase brands like Vega and Silk and So Delicious. So you know, you're you're starting to see products like Vega and Target now. Um, you're seeing them all on the shelves, just very easy to to uh, just grab for the consumer. They're on the they're on the end cap, and they just grab them, and they go. And you know, I, I get some of my you know fans, friends. They're just like, hey, I don't know what I f how I feel about this because the people that are purchasing these products, they don't even know that they're vegan. They don't even know that they're plant based. And I'm like, well, isn't isn't that winning in a sense, you know? I mean, if if they if they like that they're purchasing a plant-based product and they choose it because of that, then great. But what if health overall is no longer looked at, you know, animals versus plants? It's it's just it is what it is. And we all decide that plant-based nutrition is the absolute best for us, then it then shifts into the mainstream. You know, I don't think these large companies are buying these other companies to put them out of business. They're seeing the trend and they're trying to get ahead of the curve. And I don't know, how do you feel about that, Micah? Because as a nutritionist, you know, these foods, again, they, they weren't as easily accessible, but now here they are on the grocery store shelves and they're priced competitively and they're accessible. Uh, how do you feel about that? Yeah, well, I I'm reminded of I think like every vegan's favorite game is going to a potluck where there are a bunch of omnivores and like kind of a mixed crowd and serving something and not telling anyone it's vegan and then letting <laughs> everyone like fall in love with it. I'm and so then later guilty being of like, that. 
surprise, it's vegan. And then everyone's <laughs> jaw drops to the floor and like, who doesn't love that game, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I kind of like, this is that game on a bigger scale, <laughs> I yeah. feel like. Um, but it's great, of course, of course, where uh, no matter what the motivation is, I mean, even if it's like the cheapest product, if someone goes to buy some mayo and they find that the cheapest mayo on the shelf happens to be vegan and they love it, they're going to go back and they're going to buy that mayo again. And like that, that is an ideal system, right? Uh, beyond like the cognitive kind of piece of it. I mean, of course, like we want people to get there. We want everyone to be on the same bus, like going towards uh, a healthier, more compassionate lifestyle. But for some people, they're on a different journey. Their motivations are going to be different. But as long as we all get there, we're going to find some common ground and we'll be able to you know, extend the conversation from there. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, I'm really excited about it. I, I think it, the more possibilities there are, the more products that are out there, the more touch points that people have, the more just the more familiarity they have with this, with this type of eating and this type of lifestyle. I think it's just going to create more and more momentum in our favor. It's true. And, you know, Micah, how do we, I, I feel like in our world of plant-based nutrition, there's different levels, right? And I, I'm finalizing my book now. It's going to be coming out in 2017. And mm. it's uh, it talks about those different levels. And I'd, I'd love to hear what you think about this, right? So uh, my, my audience and my folks that I'm talking to are the busy parents that are stopping through for fast food on the way home from soccer practice because they don't think they have enough time to prepare a good meal. And mm. not only a good meal, but a plant-based meal. Because plant-based or vegan, like, oh my gosh, it's mind-blowing to them, right? So my job is to help them, very similar to lighter, to make it easier for them. Um, just make it not so difficult um, by giving them different resources and trusted brands and stuff. But, you know, going going back to the different way that the different levels here, it's like, just like Engine 2 says, or, or our good buddy Rip Asselstyn, I mean, you know, we've got whole food plant-based nutrition, in in my opinion, that that's the best way that any of us can eat, right? But sometimes as busy parents, we might have some processed foods that still include whole foods in there, but they, they might be minimally processed to help us with convenience or, or making things quicker than we need to or, or quicker than mm-hmm. because we have to. And then um, there's also those folks that are at McDonald's and we want them to be whole food plant-based. I feel like there's a big distance between those two. The the family that is at McDonald's tr- wanting to lean into a plant-based lifestyle and the family that is, you know, like like the Warren family, whole food plant-based and, you know, just vegan all the way. So, how do we speak to all of those people? How do we how do we be more inclusive and, and let people in slowly and work them in with their own style. Micah, how do we do that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right on. I think it is about meeting people where they are, where they're coming in from. Uh, so that's one thing that guides us quite a bit at lighter and, and Alexis and I go back and forth on this a lot. We're two very different types of eaters. Uh, we think about food differently. Our kind of our relationship with food is a little bit different and, and I'm cooking for a child and, um, and Alexis is usually running around hopping from airport to airport. And so, so our idea about food and, um, our approach to food prep and planning is very different, very diverse. So 
we, we challenge each other a lot and we bring that actually into the office every day and, and, and she challenges my bias and I challenge hers. So, and, and we use that for good. So we use that to think about making different recipes and thinking about the different layers that people have to go through when they're deciding what to cook, what to eat, where, how to shop, et cetera. Uh, so we've used that to guide our customization. So if a user comes into Lighter, we ask them uh, a bunch of different questions about their lifestyle, and um, and then we filter through recipes and match recipes based on on their style, uh, their lifestyle, and their. Uh, so we look at things like cooking skill, cooking time, allergies and dislikes, and common dislikes, and um, uh, did I say kitchen equipment? Kitchen equipment. Yeah, kitchen equipment. Um, so all kinds of things. And then, and then we match them with a set of recipes that ups, updates every day. And, uh, and those are, those also take into consideration the recommendations of food leaders. So when you have a profile, a user can come in and follow your recommendations. And, um, so, yeah, so I think meeting them where they are customizing based on what kind of things they're dealing with and what kind of things they love, uh, is really, is really helpful. And, um, yeah, I love it. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's so great to be inclusive of everyone, no matter what level they're at. And that, that I'm so glad that you worked that into talking about lighter. Cause that's where I was going. I wanted you to, oh, to, to talk about those things. Um, because, you know, as I was filling out my profile, you know, they were asking me, uh, you know, are you a hundred percent whole food plant-based or do you include some oils? Never. What, what is it? You know? And I was like, Oh wow, they're really including everyone here. So, you know, Alexis, do you, do you have examples of, of folks that are kind of like that run the gamut of your, your people kind of as a snapshot? Sure. Well, uh, today we were really proud to announce Rick Esselstyn's profile, um, who comes to us from engine two and um, my understanding is that he has a pretty um, uh, strict way of looking at the way uh, we should eat a plant-based diet. So, so he wants to make sure a lot of it's following um, his dad's guidelines, which are there to protect people from heart disease and other chronic diseases. So no oil and all of that. Um, but then we also have people... Um, like David Carter, the 300-pound vegan, <laughs> who um, is an NFL player, and David, you know, is happy to eat all of the different types of foods that are out there, and champions um, foods that make it convenient and easy to eat a plant-based diet, just as much as foods that are whole and um, and there for more on the whole food plant-based spectrum. So we have a we have a really wide range of people who have lighter profiles who make different types of recommendations or different food styles. And it's easy for a user to go on there and find out who works for them and then follow those recommendations. I love it. It's an excellent system. And um, I can't, have I missed any of the functionality and the features? I know that there is a grocery opportunity where once you have your recipes, you can receive a grocery list that's you know sorted by aisle for you, so it's easy in and out at the grocery store. Is that right, Alexis? Yes, we have um, 
full nutrition analysis on every meal. We uh, partnered with Ruby Cooking School, which is an amazing online cooking school. So there are little cooking videos uh, with many of the uh, recipes that will show you how to chop uh, an onion without crying or (laughs) um, how to saute something. Um, And then we also have the ability, and I think this is the most relevant for parents, and it comes directly from Micah's experience cooking for a little one, but the recipes are all tailored to different appetite sizes. So if you have a little one in your house, uh, and then let's say mom and dad, or dad and dad, or mom and mom, uh, you can adjust the serving size depending on everybody's appetite appetite size and then also click on a button so that you get leftovers and then I think the last piece that we're really excited about is an integration with Instacart so that in 22 different metropolitan areas you can get your groceries delivered and the goal there is to make sure that when you're making that transition to a plant-based diet we make it as easy as possible Um, And this enables the food to get delivered to your house so you don't have to walk around the grocery store finding all of these new foods. You can order them right offline and know that kind of what we've recommended is what's in your grocery cart. I love it. Cooking videos are the best, especially how to to dice an (laughs) onion without crying. Holy cow. (laughs) <laughs> I love yours with your kiddos. They're so they're so cute. Yeah, I, I can, you can tell they come from a family uh, that belongs on stage or or on podcast. Oh, well, you, you got it. I mean, Jen and I both uh, were performers in college. We we went to the School of Performing Arts, and that's where we met. So that my daughter's dancing all the time, and you know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I could do a video telling people how to make a flax egg, and it'll get you know couple hundred views in a couple days or something my kids make one video doing anything and it's like <laughs> thousands of views like tens of thousands of views so i know i know what my audience likes and so they're they're an, they're an integral part of uh of what we do here at lean green dad so um hey switching back to micah real quick micah what's your number one tip for cooking for plant-based kids Ooh. My number one tip. Oh man. So we get a lot of people who write in and ask for kid friendly recipes. And (laughs) I would say almost all of our recipes are kid friendly, you know, with little adjustments, like, you know, you know, your little eater the best. Yeah. And, and my, my daughter could not get enough red cabbage and broccoli. Like she's obsessed. You say red cabbage and she's like, she's in, you know, and, um, but that's not normal. Right. And like some kids love, you know, love other things like mushrooms and avocado, whatever. So, you know, your little eater the best Um, whenever you're introducing new foods or asking them to eat something different, pair it with something that they love. Um, I think that I think that's the best way to to introduce new foods and, and diversify their diet. I think diet diversity is really important, especially for for uh, people eating plant-based diet. Um, and it also makes it more fun. So have fun and, and go with what works. And what's your, what's Can your... I add? Yeah, yeah, please. Oh, I, I, I'll add my favorite Micah's tip for kids, since I have <laughs> my own. Uh, <laughs> which is uh, naming veggies cool things, like she calls broccoli trees. Yes. I don't know what some of your other ones are, but 
I love some of the names she's come up with for veggies so that it sounds even cooler than they already are. Yeah, it's it's all about the combination of education and marketing, right, with our kids. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like you guys know Ruby Roth. Have you heard uh, of Ruby, the author? No. You have, Alexis, you have, right? I'm sure I have. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Alexis, if you haven't heard of her, I mean, she's right up your alley. Oh, yeah. She Actually, writes okay. these children's books. She wrote Vegan is Love, and she wrote um, something, oh, A to Z. Anyways, it, it talks about animals on factory farms and how they're treated, and uh, it's kid-friendly illustrations. And um, we've we've read those books to our kids, you know, so that that side of things is the education side of things. And then the marketing, just mm-hmm. like you were talking about, you know, pretending your kid's a giant and he's eating these trees or um, my, my favorite thing is to talk to my kids about what certain foods do for them. So obviously, mm. you know, carrots give them super eyesight or whatever. But, um, you know, with broccoli, my kids love broccoli, too. We're very lucky in that sense. But mm-hmm. um when they eat the broccoli, I'm like, dude, are you taller? Did you just grow two inches? Do I think you are huge. Stand up. Let me see this. <laughs> and my daughter, you know, she's eight years old and she loves flexing her biceps. And she's <laughs> she's 100% convinced that it's because the plant-based diet she eats. I mean, you know, she's right. I mean, the, the little girl is ripped and uh, <laughs> she looks good. And, you know, my son is a powerhouse. I mean, he's five years old and just rocking uh and then i have a one-year-old that drinks a strawberry smoothie every morning and mm. you know forget milk i mean who needs milk it's got greens in it it's got like kale and spinach and everything else but the strawberries take over the taste so he doesn't even he, you know he doesn't even know it's in there and so that marketing is is perfect and uh i always talk about that combination of education and marketing so i don't know it's 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 all fun it's totally different though uh, Micah, wouldn't you agree? It's totally different feeding plant-based kids than it is like when you're, you know, single or just in a relationship and it, all you have to worry about is yourself and your partner. Yeah. Yeah. It turns <laughs> something kind of like mundane, like just eating, you know, we eat like three, whatever times a day. Uh, and it turns that, that event into something like so gratifying and <laughs> exciting. And, um, yeah, like I, it, it's such a joy. It's such a joy to know that you're doing something really wonderful for your family. Except when you make something and they don't like it. Then you're like, oh, come on. What am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Make an alternative meal? No, I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but everyone has that struggle. You yes. know, plant-based or not, that's a struggle no matter what. It's but, true. It's true. Yeah. Um, Micah, how do you keep training as a busy parent? Are you are you still running ultras and, and just keeping up with everything? Or have you kind of tapered off and slowed down a little bit? What What's going on with the training? Well, uh, I've, as work has picked up, I definitely have reduced the amount, uh, the, the volume of work. So I've, I've transitioned to more in like high intensity, shorter spurts of activity. Um, so just running faster and, but shorter distances. So no ultras for me recently, unfortunately, but I'll get back into it someday. Well, you have nothing else to prove. Okay. I mean, you've, you've already (laughs) done the ultras, you know, it's like I did, I did my races and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm done. I'm going to be a dad now. And, uh, yeah, I love the hit training that, that it really is great because, um, you know, you can do it on your lunch break or you can do it quickly. And, you know, it's just, you gotta adjust things, you know, but you can't be, you can't be a couch potato as a parent. You just can't do it. You gotta, you gotta keep it up. 
you got to keep up something. So as long as you're yeah. active, you do something active every day or five days, you know, five days a week, three days a week, whatever it is, whatever works for you, staying active in some way is always a good thing. So yeah, definitely. Kudos you gotta, to you. you. Thank you. You got to be that role model for your kids. And, and the high intensity in particular is really good because then you can just pepper it into the day whenever you find time, which is, you know, sometimes that's all you can do is a few minutes here and there. Oh, yeah. I've done a four-minute workout before. You ever done a Tabata? Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are killer. Come on. We can geek yeah. out over exercises right now. <laughs> um, Alexis, what's what's coming up in the future? What, what does the future hold for Lighter? Ah, well, we have uh, some more exciting partnerships underway that are some of them are are you know under wraps at the moment but there's some big things coming up and then uh a potential tv appearance that i also can't talk about yet but i'm really excited about and then um we have some more great features that we're that we're unleashing and probably a lot more grocery delivery coming in 2017 as we partner with more grocery delivery services. So if people are not uh, in one of the 22 metropolitan areas that Instacart covers, we are hopefully uh, also integrating with other delivery services in your area. Love it. Love it. Well, give a huge shout out uh, to all your socials so we can tell people where to follow you. Of course, I'll include it all in the show notes, but uh, it's always good to hear it in case people are driving or riding the subway. You never know. Well, so our website is lighter.world, so not .com, lighter.world. Our Instagram is lighterculture. Uh, our Facebook is also Lighter Culture, and so is our Twitter, as in we are changing the culture of food, Lighter Culture. Awesome. We'll make sure to get all those in the show notes. And uh, is there anything else we're missing, ladies? Anything else you wanted to mention before we go? I just wanted to say how grateful I am for what you're doing. I think it is so incredibly powerful to hear from a father who is so fired up to stay healthy and to uh, make sure his family is healthy and um, yeah so thank you for all you do for the world <laughs> thank you so much you guys are too much I, uh, I'm so glad to have both of you on the show and I was so glad to meet you Alexis and uh, I look forward to having my profile up there and adding recipes to it as I continue to build quick and easy recipes so uh, let's keep in touch and, and thank you for, for being on the show Thank you. Thanks for having us. All right. Hey, guys. What's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. There you can find a free three-step, three-video grocery guide series where I walk you through Whole Foods Market and show you the stuff that I get on my grocery list each week to keep my family healthy and happy. In addition to that, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. We even have a YouTube channel. And of course, if you feel so inclined, you can sign up for our email newsletter. Either way, I'm so happy that you had uh, a little bit of time to join me, whether you're going to work or you're just listening at, uh, at work or walking the dog, whatever you're doing. Thank you so very much. And until next time, this is Corey saying keep going that extra mile for your family. See you next week, guys.